Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee Talk with Drea and Champagne. And um, as you guys could see by my Instagram, if you guys are following my Instagram, you guys would have saw that we were going to take a break off last week. Take a break last week? Break, break I guess. Off? Yeah. <laughs> we were going to take a break last week because Champagne had to go to a little event and I'll let her explain where she was at. Um, yeah, so it was kind of crazy. It was all during my finals week, which could not have been worse timing, but I decided that that was more important. Um, so it, I was at a Hearts of Reality event, and it is a charity event for Give Kids the World. And um, it's just it's so cool um, being a reality TV fan. I got to meet pretty much everyone that I loved from the challenge, Big Brother, Survivor, The Amazing Race. And I think it was just like a huge sensory overload. Like I'm someone who my social battery like never really runs out. But I feel like I was just on an like my adrenaline was rushing so much that I just I couldn't stop like it. And now I feel like I needed a little break, came home, had finals week. And now I'm done with finals, passed all my classes. Thank God. And now we're here. Yeah. And then we got Big B, but um, Champagne tends to drink her drinks like so oh fast. And if you, it's actually so bad. <laughs> she literally finished her twenty-four ounce drink in the car. In the I, I, at the what eight-minute ride home? Yeah, I think I just like enjoying my like not <laughs> not the shade, but um today I didn't. Okay, so I've been kind of off of a coffee kick. Really? Like, I don't know. I feel like coffee hasn't been actually. I notice that when I drink energy drinks and then I finally go back to coffee, that's when I realize that the caffeine actually does something for me. Mm-hmm. So taking like caffeine breaks. And honestly, I've heard, have you ever heard of dopamine breaks? No. Okay. So like taking a break from like things that give you like dopamine, like, oh God, like coffee, TikTok. Like one time Dylan, my boyfriend was talking about this and he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do a dopamine break where he literally wouldn't go on his video games. He wouldn't go on his phone. He wouldn't like go out to eat for food, like those things. So that when you go back to it, it's like more of like a A special experience, like a a healthy, like, cause we're constantly giving ourselves these like bursts of dopamine all the time. And it's just like nice to give yourself a break from that, I guess he said. No, I see where you're I coming see that, from. I, I think he said there's just like like studies behind it that it helps. So I don't know. I I don't want to quit like drinking caffeine, but I was thinking for a little bit to help with like my sleep schedule. Maybe that right. I've gotten so used to caffeine because, dude, I'll fall asleep at like four a.m. Dude, you're you're crazy. Like you're. I could text you at like 1 a.m. and I and I know you're awake. Yeah. Like it's so weird. Honestly, the best time for anyone to get a hold of me is after midnight <laughs> till like 3:30 in the morning. And I will Which is crazy. Because throughout the day, like I don't know, I'm just so tired all the time. Like I hate feeling tired. And I think that if I also I haven't worked out like in a while just because I gave myself like a break to just finally do what I want. And I feel like I've lost like a lot of energy from doing that so mm. I need to go back to because during COVID dude I was doing like five miles a day I an know you're hit workout I was also like eating like more plant-based and I had like so much energy and, and it's like crazy what like that's I don't know maybe we just treat our bodies like crap I feel like Americans in general yes like you I feel like you go to any other country and like their food is like so good for you you come to America and it's like you get sick off everything so okay and that's the thing well we can deep dive into this for Mm -hmm. like our future but like 
like, I just feel like I want to, you know what? We'll save that for the, when we get into the future. But yeah, that's kind of where we've been at. How was your drink? What did you get? Oh, what did I get? Yeah. It was a peppermint mocha freeze yes. with an extra shot of espresso. Yes. I think uh, rush, like, um, places can't call their drinks frappuccinos because of copyright or yeah, something didn't like that. Yeah, did Starbucks copyright frappuccino? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Bigby calls it cream freezes. Tim Hortons calls it... Um, ice caps oh yes 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 um but same concept yeah so isn't that weird though like yeah just, <laughs> that's a, i don't know i think it's yeah whatever that was our intro so you guys know to rate review and you know we're getting in the hang of this i think we've done pretty good schedule wise getting mm-hmm. our things we'll on get time <laughs> so um let us know if you're enjoying it let us know what you would like to hear and also if you guys want to see more of me in champagne you can check our TikToks and stuff. Sometimes we make TikToks together. Today we made an ick video together where we um, told each other our icks about each other. No feelings got hurt in the process. No. no. I don't think. No, I don't think my feelings <laughs> oh, okay, got good, hurt. Okay, good, good, good. I think, okay, so one of our icks for each other was that we're really bad, like, communicators, <laughs> but um, we both have, like, really bad ADHD. <laughs> really like, bad. Yeah, so I... um. I take medication for my ADHD. Champagne's working on that. Yeah, I've been working on that for literally years. Yes. <laughs> so some doctors don't really um take ADHD very seriously. Mm-hmm. And also like um for me, I think my ADHD is more as like where I just like put off everything in the way that you don't put off things. So you can I definitely do procrastinate. You, a lot. you do, but I think we put off different things. So mm-hmm. like for me, it's like you do like making plans. You like packing your schedule. But for me, I pack it, get very overwhelmed, and then cancel everything and don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> you do cancel a lot. Yes. <laughs> and like I feel like people get so mad at me for that. And I hate that about me, but it's also like it overwhelms me so bad to like to the point where I like have anxiety and I'm like picking at my hands and stuff. Do you bite your nails? same oh my god do you see how bad my hand is right now oh my gosh we should take pictures and no that's actually so that so bad we should show our stores because dylan um got me this like nail biter stuff and it tastes disgusting and like you can see it's finally starting to grow back Uh uh-huh but like this whole do you see where it's kind of like red on my god yeah like it's kind of growing back the skin Mm -hmm. but I guess champagne does it too. We pick, like, I pick so bad because I get so anxious and I, like, bite at my fingers all the time. And you can tell, like, when I'm doing good by the way my nails look. Mm -hmm. Like, not, like, oh, I paint them. Or it just, if they look normal, grown out, and don't have, like, skin peeling off them. You're good. I'm good. If (laughs) if they look like a, they went through, like, a wood chipper, then I'm You're not doing good. (laughs) You aren't. And, yeah, I don't know. So... What would you say, like, you, most of your ADHD does to you? Oh, gosh. Everything. Where do I start? Um, I put off everything to the very, very, very last minute. I turned in all three of my finals late, which if you are in college, you know, finals are literally the most important thing to your grade. I turned in all three finals late. Um, I'm super bad at being on time. Like, it doesn't matter where I'm at. If I'm at my job my school, any event, I will always be late. And I kind of hate that about myself, but I just put things off to the very last moment. Um, I tend, I just like, anytime I have something important, I will push it off to the very last minute and then I'll cause stress and anxiety on myself. I also feel like our ADHD like kind of goes hand in hand together of us like 
being really bad job hoppers. Yep. Like not being able to stay in one place. And also like- Because you get bored. Yeah. And I feel like ADHD as well is kind of like made fun of a little bit. Like where it's like, oh my God, people that have ADHD, they're so dramatic. They- and it's like I low key joke about my ADHD all the time. Well, I, I, <laughs> I joke about I it. I don't really talk about it to people because um I've even seen like some of my friends like post like jokes about people talking about their ADHD. Oh, and that's why I joke I, about it. That's why I never talk about it because I like never want people to be like, oh, she's like being over like dr- like she's just being dramatic, and that's where I'm like I don't talk to anyone about it or I just like suppress all the things that I usually do. Like I'm very bad at scheduling my life like Mm -hmm. I am like I'm good at a lot of things in my life but very bad at scheduling very bad at being on top of things very bad at like all of that I mean I literally graduated late like I'm also gonna graduate late which I feel Mm -hmm. like is something you shouldn't be ashamed of however it's just innate you know it's just you have this feeling of this year I'm uh senior in college however credit wise I'm actually a junior but I just can't help but feel that all of my friends are graduating 23 and I'm gonna be behind a whole year you know what I mean it's just something like you shouldn't be embarrassed because I learned that like time is just a social construct you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like you have so much time in the world. Well, that's exactly how it felt like for me in high school. Like I was supposed to be class of 2018, but I ended up being class of 2019. Mm-hmm. And like there's such – Same years. And me. especially for like – for college, I feel like people are a little bit more lenient where they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine if you graduate not on time for college because college is a little bit different. But for high school, there's like this stigma like, oh, oh if you're – if you graduate late in high school, you're a super senior and stuff. Right. So it's like embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, for college, I don't know. Yeah, we'll go into it. So that was pretty long intro, but you know, we just had to catch well, up with you yeah. guys. Going into the future, like I obviously want to fi- finish out my teaching degree. I'm going to school to be a elementary teacher, but you know, you, you always have those like second doubts. I feel like mainly because of TikTok, you see all these teachers mm-hmm. quitting. You saw through the whole pandemic, like a whole teacher shortage, yeah. which is insane. Now you have um all these people who aren't professional teachers coming in as substitutes or coming in and it's, it's so crazy. And, you know, they say like teaching is such a um, competitive field when it's like, how is it that competitive when so many teachers are dropping out? And I know, I knew since I was a little kid. Everyone wants to go to the best schools. They want to be in the highest paying schools and, Mm -hmm. you know, some schools pay more than others and all of that. But, um, so yeah, let's hop into each one of our, um, I don't know, futures. We're going to talk about our futures, going to talk about like what it's like being an adult and like, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the intro and let's get started. So I kind of already talked about this, but right now I'm in college. I'm going to graduate a, a year late. I also, when I'm done with technically my schooling, I have to do like a whole year or a semester of just student teaching and we don't get paid to be a student teacher which really sucks yeah, because that's crazy we have to do it full time so that means 40 plus hours a week and we don't get paid for that which really really sucks but I'm gonna finish out my degree I'm just like always having second thoughts you know I really want to become a flight attendant now I'm like I'm in my youth I'm in my prime um I've, I've always been one to travel like I absolutely love traveling and um I just I'm I'm super independent where I feel like other people who are flight attendants like 
people who are very like homesick or like depend on other people, they can't be flight attendants. That's me. me. I literally yeah, get like I don't so easily. I don't think you you would not want to go into flight attending. But like for me, I'm just so independent. I don't get homesick. Um, I want to just learn different places, different cultures. I want to see so many different things. And I just think it would be something I would genuinely love doing. Um, so I don't really know what the future holds for me because I just feel like I'm going to go through all these years of schooling to be a teacher. And then right as I get my teaching degree, I'm going to go right into being a flight attendant. It kind of seems a little crazy to me. Also, this is also pretty crazy, but when people like look at me and they're like, oh, what's your goal in life? As crazy as it seems, question I feel like, but as crazy as it seems, like my goal in life is to be on reality TV. And honestly, we all have like different goals, I feel like. And to judge someone else's goal or say, like, oh, that's stupid, but like, uh, like, who are we to judge what other people's goals are? And like, Mm -hmm. it's not my place to judge if someone wants to go off and travel and do everything, or if someone wants to stay at home and be a mom. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not my place to judge where your future goes, you know? Right. But, um, I think when I say that, I also hope for the same respect back, you know, right. of like, you share your future. I want to share my future and not feel like it's being judged. Mm-hmm. But like legitimately, my goal is to be on Big Brother or Survivor. And I mean, obviously, the goal of that is to go to the end, be the winner, get that million dollar, get that $750,000. A hundred percent. And I feel like it's something that like <laughs> I've been watching since I was like 10 years old and to like actually fulfill that dream. And I think it's actually pretty attainable for me. You know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like I feel like me out of all people like – Everyone can say that they're a super fan of reality TV, but I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a different level. Like I feel yeah. like I'm kind of crazy. When people talk about reality TV, I feel like no one understands it to the level you understand. A hundred percent. And I've like so when I like got into Big Brother, I remember you liked it. Yes, when I was t- I would tell like my friends that don't really watch reality TV, and they'd be like so invested in it because it's like it's Big Brother is such an interesting show to like be on and like watch so um I think you could just explain to them like what big brother's like if you guys have never watched it so it's a really interesting concept so they have 16 strangers from all over the United States and they bring them into this house which is not really a mansion but it's a big house and you live there for three months depending on if you get voted out early or if you make it all the way to the end, it's up to three months and you compete by every week. Someone wins safety. If you don't feel, if you don't win safety, um, you're eligible to go home. And it's like this game about social strategies, you know, being strategic, physical, being physical and winning. And I just feel like I'm, I'm very well-rounded, but I'm also very underrated where I feel like people wouldn't expect me to go all the way to the end. And that's kind of where my fight comes where I'm like, I want to prove to everyone that I can win. I just never want to go on a reality TV show and get out super early because that's so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. But when the time comes, I mean, Andrea and I are kind of thinking about doing the Amazing Race. I would be super down. You you should explain to them what the Amazing Race is. I want to do this show so badly with Champagne. I like. I would like to do Big Brother, but I've heard a little bit about 
the amazing race and now after that i was like oh i'm obsessed so like, you've never seen a season no i've okay, never I'll seen i'll show a you a, i'll show you a good season okay and then explain to them what the amazing race is sorry <laughs> so the amazing race that also goes into like me wanting to travel go different places yes that's okay so i like feel like i suck at like traveling and like the- but this would be such a cool experience where it's like this is probably the one show where it's like if i don't make it to the end and i don't win that you know, million dollars, I would be okay with it because I feel like the experiences you get are once in a lifetime. When when else are you going to say that you competed on a show for a million dollars, traveling all around the world, doing all these cool things, True. but basically you are paired with one other person and there's about like 11 teams at the very beginning. And then you have to complete these different courses. And the faster you complete them and you get first place, the better chances you are to make it to the end. But if you come in last place, then you're eliminated. But it's just, it's so cool. I know Andrea's strengths would be endurance. (laughs) I feel like my strengths would be like memorization. My weaknesses would definitely be um, navigations. Like I am the worst. I rely on Google Maps for absolutely everything. But I think it's very, I feel like we can do it. rely on Google Maps for everything? Unless like, like, I'm pretty good with picture memory. Picture you know? memory? Yes. Where you see something, you can, like, visualize it, like... Yeah, and know where it is. Okay. What would you say your strengths were? Memorization. Memorization. Sure. And, like, what do you need for memorization in the game? There's just different legs where it's, like, you have to go through all these obstacles and you have to memorize certain places, certain people. And then when you get to the checkpoint, you have to get all of them right. And if you get all of them right... Why are you laughing? Because I just think it's <laughs> funny. I think reality TV is interesting. I think I think everyone should watch it. Yeah. Okay. That's you- that's that's my goal though. I mean, as far as like for me, I want to stay single for a while. And it was yeah, so crazy. We're different on we're that. very different on that. I'm 21, never had a boyfriend. I have always said I want to finish out my degree and then I can start worrying about that stuff. Because right now my top priority is school finishing school okay and even at that I feel like since I was a little girl I was like I want to be married at 27 I want to have kids at 28 like we had this like picture perfect timeline when we were kids oh and yeah. now I'm realizing that like well what was- it's really it's really not about a timeline it's just really about like at that moment like what's most convenient for you what would you say okay can you paint a picture of what your future looked like when you were a kid to now what it looks like um you know being a teacher graduating being a teacher I think I wanted to get married or like 26 27 I wanted to have kids at like 28 um I wanted to have this picture perfect wedding um I actually kind of I don't know I've always been obsessed with Belle the princess (laughs) and my favorite color is yellow so I feel like uh, you know you have that typical like white wedding dress I always wanted a yellow really pretty wedding dress and really yeah and did you see my prom photos I had a yellow a pale yellow yes dress. I saw that absolutely in love I just wanted like to be like Belle I don't know why I felt like she was the most similar to me in sense of princesses and I always felt like Belle like she cared so much about the personality rather than the looks. And I feel like I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Like I need a guy that is the male version of me. I need someone who shares the same similarities, who is super, super goofy, 
doesn't take life super seriously. And I just want a best friend. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about like, oh, it has to be this certain height, this certain weight. I don't care about that stuff. I care about your personality because I feel like your personality carries way more than just looks and physical because that can always change your physical appearance can change your looks can change it's really like who are you do you have a good heart and um can you imagine I go on big brother and I'm like in a showman's (laughs) if you did that I think I'd be so upset because I would I feel like I would never though I feel like you would get in the showman's if you had to if it was beneficial for my game, absolutely. If it furthered my game, but I also I'm I'm super like I would be like independent and like girl strong, girl. Power. I would make a fake Twitter account. Oh and, goodbye. You no, know, I would make a fake Twitter account and be like your stan. You know what I mean? Like make like a whole fan page and be like, don't we all stand champagne? Oh my god, goodbye. <laughs> and like I remember that like during those things like just watching big brother you're just thinking like what you would do for the other person if mm-hmm. like your friend or something got on there but and also since I was a little kid and this sounds so crazy all of my friends can attest to this I always said I wanted 10 kids oh my gosh <laughs> I always said I want five minimum of my own and if I decide I don't want to carry anymore I'd always love to adopt but you know, then then you look back at the teacher's salary. Come on. A teacher's salary cannot support 10 kids. But I'm someone who's very strong about not having an only child. Um, I'm kind of biased. I don't really like only childs. I just feel like they're kind of selfish. You know what I mean? Like, they're selfish. They don't know how to, like, interact with other people because growing up, it's always been about themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their parents only cared about themselves. So I want a lot of siblings. I want when I'm a grandchild – or oh my God, a grandma. When I'm a grandma, I want to be jam-packed. I want my schedule to be like, oh, it's this person, this, my grandkids' birthday. No, I feel that. I want to always be busy. A hundred percent. And when I, I always said when I had kids, I wanted them to be, this kind, this kind of sounds bad, but like I wanted them to be like athletic. For me, it was always like when you're a little kid, I'm going to put them through swim lessons because I think swim is super important, you know, not to drown, obviously. And then for me, it was always karate, self-defense. Self-defense 100%, especially if I'm having girls. I want them swimming and in karate because I want them to learn self-defense. I felt like I had this like – You know what I mean? And yeah, I just always wanted a lot, a lot of children. I wanted to be that mom that my mom was never for me. You know what I mean? And I – I know I'm going to be such a great mom. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. There have been times, like, when I have been talking to Dylan and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a bad mom. And he goes, well, the fact that you already say that, like, that already shows that you are going to be a good mom because you're already aware of it, you know? A hundred percent. And you know me. I'm so good with kids. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your future going to look like? Oh, okay. Well, okay. So I'll start off when I was, like, little. I imagine that – um. I would say when I was little, and when I say little, I mean, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. And, like, because when I was really young, I really can't remember what I wanted to be. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, like, But picture. when I was in middle school and in high school, I knew that I wanted to be a, either a pediatrician Ooh. or a orthodontist. And Ooh. they're two very different, like, things, yeah. kind of. But they're still working with, like, like teens or children, you know? And, um... Growing up with like my siblings, like at first it was like really annoying to have. I don't know young how you siblings, do it. But now that I'm like 22, like my siblings are my world now. 100%. Like my world. Like I barely like 
ever get upset with them anymore. And I think it's just like maturity. Like when you're in high school, you don't want to be like the extra mom. You don't want to be the person that's like having to babysit or having to share your stuff or letting like little siblings in your room. But now that you're older, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, you can borrow my clothes. You can take these things. You can do this or do that. And it doesn't annoy you anymore. Mm -hmm. So I knew that like when I was like in middle school and high school, it really just like interested me going in to be an orthodontist or whatever. And I knew that when I went to and like I didn't do well in co- or high school, but I really wanted to go to, like, Western Michigan University. Really? Because, like, oh, my gosh. The campus was just so pretty. And it was just mm. so – it was just so fall-like. Like, mm-hmm. it looked like all year – like, when you were describing Bell, that's exactly how I imagine this college is, like, Bell's, like, book room and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, I always just wanted to go to that college. But now that I'm older – and things kind of have changed. So I went to community college and I was still thinking, okay, I'm going to go to, um, and I was going to community college just for like, I don't know. I don't think I had like any major, like that I was, were you, I think you were like undecided. Yes. And so I was like undecided and I went through so many things in my head. I was like, okay, well, I like doing art, but I don't know if I like doing art in college. And I like writing and reading and stuff, but I don't know if I want that as a job. Mm -hmm. So I was like flip-flopping in my head because I was like realistically like going to be an orthodontist and to be a pediatrician. It takes a lot of school. And I know that like mentally, like I could not handle all that school. And there's some people where like – there's some people that just like weren't made to go to school. My sister, for example, my sister was not made to go to school Mm -hmm. and like – you know what I mean? And I feel like you too, where it's like you didn't enjoy school. No, you know what I, I mean? didn't enjoy like learning. It felt like it. I enjoyed learning, but I always found it. I was like, this is so dumb that I'm going to these classes that I don't even need for this like specific major or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like always so confused. I was like, why do we have to pay so much to take all these classes that don't even line up with what we're like going for. Right. So it always like irked me and stuff. But then I randomly like got my like opportunity with TikTok and randomly blew up. And I never like said like, oh, I was always like, this is not going to be my sole income because I was like, there's no way that I could make any type of money. But like now, like that is my full time job currently is TikTok. And it makes me a lot of money that I can save up over time. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, like your money from TikTok is going to run out. And I'm like, not if you save it, not if you put it away and not if you like, because what I do with my TikTok money is that I put it in a separate thing where I'm not really allowed to touch it. Mm -hmm. So I can't touch it until like I decide that I want to like pay like a fee Mm -hmm. to open it up. And um, so, yeah, I'm just saving my money. I kind I really want to just further like my career quote unquote like it's always weird using terminology because I feel like people just like don't take it as a job but realistic realistically like I could make the same amount of money that someone makes like without going to college so like continuing to further that and continuing to work with like brands that I love and continuing to like there are so many little things that I want to do but like never talk about it because I'm always like oh people are just going to think that I don't I shouldn't do that like I've always wanted to write a book and publish it you should yeah and like make um 
So write a book and stuff about like growing up overweight and you're, you're up, like biography. Yeah, like growing up in an like, immigrant household and stuff mm-hmm. and growing up with like just like all the differences and stuff. And then also just publishing like a little children's book about like kids that look different and mm-hmm. like how you deal with that as like mm-hmm. a little kid because that's just not a lot that you see. Right. Like right now. So just doing that and furthering like things like that in my career or you know, just making like, I don't know, just like strides to do stuff like that. And also own real estate. I want to own real estate very badly. And um, currently I'm saving up for a house because I want to get married, but I don't want to get married until like I'm 25, 26 or 27. Mm -hmm. So one of those three ages, but realistically, I would rather get married around 26 or 27. And I'm 22 right now. And if you think about it, it's like not that far away. It's really not. Like I, I kind of think like, is Dylan just going to fucking pop out a ring? <laughs> like I always think about that. I don't think he will just because yeah. you guys are still so young. But we've had talks about it. And like we're we know that we are not getting married until after 25. Yeah. And that's we're, that's something we're okay with. And I don't think people realize that like, People used to just get married at 30. Like, people used or, to... No, I I, I think, th- like, people used to get married, like, like our grandma and papa, they got married at 23. Yeah. Which is so insane People used to, to get... I think it went through, like, a bunch of, like, mini phases. Like, people were getting married very young, and then they went back up in age. Around. I feel like now people are more so getting married, like, later. Yeah. So, well, I feel like that was actually happening when I was growing up. People were getting married later. And then people started getting married even younger now. Unless it's just that I'm around people that mm-hmm. are getting married young. But even on TikTok, I see so many people just getting married so young and saying to just, like, bite the bullet and do it. But it's, like, I think. But then okay. what about the divorce in yeah. five years? Like, do you see the divorce rate? Yeah. It's so crazy. That's why I'm like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to get divorced and remarried and divorced and remarried. Like that is the last thing I want. I want to wait for a good guy and to make sure a hundred percent I am in. And I always say this, like, I think it's crazy when guys propose to to girls when they've known each other less than a year. For me personally, my timeline boundary would be if you were going to propose to me, I need to have been with you for at least three years. Yeah. I think there's stuff that I still like learn about Dylan. A hundred percent. And we've been dating for three years and there's stuff like even this year, uh, he was like, what's a secret you've never told me? And even though it was like silly, I was like, oh, this is something I've never told you. And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you've never told me that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, something silly that I didn't want to share. And so I read statistically that it takes you about three years to fully get to know a person. Mm -hmm. And so for for me, that's why I say, if I'm with you, I want to be with you for three years until you propose. Like I want to get to fully know you. And I'm, I always fear with, you know, I hear my mom and dad say like, my dad was like, you know, I think they were only with each other for like a year and a half. And then they boom had me and then and they having were, a baby changes the relationship so 100%. much. 100%. And then he's like, I got to see your mom's true colors. And I want to like fully get to know a person. I want to know their weaknesses, their strengths before we even just – because I feel like there's so many divorces out there, but like marrying someone is a huge commitment. Then you got money on the line. Then you got property on the line. You got kids on the line. You know what I mean? It's just so much to deal with that – and. 
at this stage in my life, I'm not ready to commit to someone at all. Like, not even close. Mm-hmm. Like, And also, like, when I – so the first year I started dating Dylan, I knew that, like – I've always been like, I want to date to marry a person. That's how I am. And I don't, like, I've never been on, like, a dating app. I've never been on any type of dating things. I don't like those, personally, for me. Because mm-hmm. I, like, it's just so hard to get to know someone It's like that become very normalized. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're downloading Tinder Hinge, you kind of know what's up. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, there have been many successful relationships that have came out of it. But like for me personally, I'm not into the hookup culture. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like – And no judgment to anyone that yeah. is doing – It's like your life. So, But like personally, I felt like I would never find success on any of those apps. So I would never – I just never downloaded mm-hmm. any of them. And sometimes I kind of like regret. Like I never had a hoe phase. Never, ever, ever had a hoe phase. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, I kind of, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. I'm like, I I truly do date to marry. And if if I wanted a guy, I could get one. But like, you know what I mean? Like I don't want one. I'm, I'm just so independent. Yeah. I'm good with myself. And I just feel like it's so important to love yourself first rather than finding that love through a relationship and then breaking up. And honestly – Maybe I'm a little gender biased. I feel like guys always cheat. When you hear about yeah, when you hear about all stuff, my past it's always relationships I was cheated on. But um, I think Dylan's pretty because we've talked about cheating and stuff, and he's like, okay, well, you know, if if I want to cheat, I'm just gonna break up with you. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, and I was like, okay, yeah. And also with Dylan, it's just like the first year we started dating. It's like that puppy love, like. You the honeymoon. You don't phase. tell each other really what is annoying each other. You right. kind of are just like walking on eggshells, not necessarily, but like you know what I mean. It's yeah. more of just like more of a filtered you. And then like the second year of dating is like where you will experience those arguments and stuff mm-hmm. and all that. And you're trying to figure it out. You're dealing with a little bit of things that you wish maybe like wouldn't happen in the relationship. And then my third year with Dylan, it's been like it's been more of a breeze because we we know who we are and we know how to deal with fights better and Mm -hmm. even if we have fights and all that like we I'm the person that's more of like hot tempered and stuff and he's yeah Dylan's so calm cool and collected and he's so mellow and stuff and so I think from what I've, I've learned in relationships and what I've watched growing up like my mom's a little hot tempered so oh, I obviously got that 100% and so getting that I'm trying to learn how to not show like not be hot tempered mm-hmm. and learn that and he's pretty good at like making sure I get back into reality and not he's like realistically you do not need to be this upset mm-hmm. right now and I'm like yeah I know but um and also like that's like the per and also like people right now in my life they're like oh you know you don't need to make Dylan like the center of your life and stuff. And I'm like, he's not the center. He's just one of the people that knows me best and mm-hmm. one of the people I don't have to filter myself mm-hmm. around. So obviously that's a person that I'm going to talk to more and all that. So yeah, we've been dating for three years. It'll be four years in August. I know that's still far, but it'll be four years in 2023. So um, yeah, and I'm fine with dating and I, I like dating. So because... I always just think about like <laughs> Dylan coming up to your dad and being like, 
can I marry Andrea? And I always think of like my future boyfriend, like coming up to my dad. And like, I always think about how my dad would react because I am my dad's little princess. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like growing up, uh, my mom's favorite was actually my older brother, but I would say out of the two of us, my mom's favorite was Sierra and my dad's favorite was me. And so I feel like my dad is super protective, even like it's, it's kind of funny because like I'll have like my gay guy, my gay guy best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just like, I want them to come over. But then my dad's always like, no boys allowed. But I'm like, they're literally gay. Like, they don't want me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my dad's super protective over yeah. me because he doesn't want me to have a relationship like him and my mom. Yeah. But I always just think about that. Like, how is my dad going to react? I feel like everyone's always so scared of like how the, the father's going to react to, you know, the girl getting married. But I feel like our dads are pretty chill about that. Yeah, my dad's pretty chill, and I think he likes Dylan. So, well, I know he likes Dylan. He has conversations. So, I I think that when he asks my dad to marry me, it'll be okay and stuff. And we've dated long enough where, like, my family kind of has, like, both of our families kind of know, like, yeah, we'll probably end up getting mm-hmm. married. And um, a lot of people are like, oh, well, are you sure you're even going to get married? If he if he wanted to, he would marry you right now. And it's like, we've talked about it, though. We want to make sure we have enough money mm-hmm. to buy a house. We don't want to be stuck in a, like, a cycle where we just have to keep paying rent and we will never be able to save enough to get out of the rent cycle, you know? So, and also, I think there's, like, a lot of judgment from people that, like, if you live with your parents until, like, a like, – a certain age yeah like realistically I would like to be moved out like I don't know and I like well you're the the thing about your household is like you have two very little siblings mm -hmm. so for you it's a lot harder like my I call her my baby sister I'm 21 my baby sister is 20 yeah you know what I mean it's like so but um I think it'd be hard for me to leave like my house not because like oh I want to continue living with them and stuff but it's like I love seeing my siblings grow Mm -hmm. up and I love being there and I love experiencing Christmas with them on Christmas morning and seeing them on Easter and seeing all the things that they get to do and all that and so I'm not in a rush to move out but I know that I'm continuously right now saving to move out because that's what I want to do and that's the end goal and for my life is just to continue my futures to continue growing my social media, whether that be through going on TV or I was gonna say, what's your end goal? Like not your end goal, but like what's your ultimate goal? So just to kind of like make a name for myself, like be a known name and kind of like advocate for advocate advocate. Yeah, yeah. For like Hispanic people, especially because like I feel like you don't really see a lot of Mexican representation. So just being like a um person on the internet that is Mexican and that is like still just well known and stuff Mm -hmm. so that like more people than just like the like token like three Mexican people that that comes to your mind like when people think about Mexican people they think of like Dora and George Lopez and like stuff like that right so just like showing that there's like more to that and stuff and being more inclusive and making sure that my name is attached to that yeah so um but 
continuously making money from like advertisements with brands and would you ever like come up like if you had to come up with your own product like what I would said it be? I think it would be a children's book line mm-hmm. like would, would you do anything with like food like would you ever come up with your own like so, bar or shake or protein powder or um, so the coffee thing is, so be like a face for like something for coffee or something like that and honestly like when people ask me like I I usually at the end of the year write down my goals for the next year and I feel like that really helps like me hit those goals so I don't know just like whatever it is is just furthering my name and Mm -hmm. making products and stuff and just products that like aren't just like see when you say like protein chicken like bars and stuff I feel like that's something that's like very like sell out if mm-hmm. I don't do it correctly. So something that would take enough time because I never want to feel like sell out, you know? Right. Would you come out with merch in the future? Um, maybe. I feel like you've definitely thought about it. I've thought about it, but it's just something that I want to like think about because merch maybe in a different way or collaborating with a brand and having my own line instead of having merch. Cause I feel like merch is something that people don't really get nowadays more of like like things that you wear that are more like um what's it called um more practical mm-hmm. that you would wear every single day like a workout attire or like leggings a clothing or line comfortable yeah. like and just also like I don't know just expanding my social media world and also hoping that I get to be on social media when I do get married and stuff so I can show because I feel like a lot of people have been with me for a while now And I kind of forget that until, like, people comment, like, how long they've been watching me and stuff. So, like, just being able to, like, show that and stuff and also, like, talk about when I have kids and all that and how that is after, like, weight loss and after getting a surgery and all of that. And to be honest, I only want, like, three kids. Do you have a preference on girl or boy? So, if I have two boys, I will try for another kid. And hopefully it'll be a girl. But if I have two girls, I don't know if I want to try for another one. Because really? girls are very, um, girls are very, what well, I A would lot s- of work. Yes. I feel like boys are a lot of work too. Because I feel like boys are like, they're, as kids, they're more like aggressive where girls are very mellow. But I just feel like girls require a lot of extra work that boys don't. And personally for me, I know the guy, the guy chooses the gender, which is crazy to me. But... I, if I had a preference, I would do girls. I think it's my little dream. No, it's my little dream to, um, every single day before school, do their hair, put them in these cute outfits, cute hairstyles. And yeah, I don't know. That's not really like, I don't know. I just love shopping for boys more. I love doing things with boys more. I just think it's more fun for me. Do you feel like you give off boy mom energy? Yeah. I feel like I give off. What do I give off? Girl mom. Okay. Yeah. I think so too. So just like two to three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Any dogs? Any pets? Yes, I want a cat. Mm-hmm. Either two cats. You give off cat. You give off cat mom. <laughs> I want a cat. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then Dylan wants a dog. So we'll have a cat and a dog. Mm-hmm. And I would love – so if we like move in together and stuff, I would love to get a cat first. Mm-hmm. and a, No, a cat, like a kitten and a puppy at the same time so that Aww. they'll get along. So – I want to – okay, I want – I don't want cats. I want dogs. But for me, I I want little dogs. You don't give off, like, having pets. Well, also because I grew up and my mom was allergic. So I I never had dogs. That's the same with me, though. I hated, like – 
I never grew up with animals. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mom also hates animals, basically. Mm. Yeah, I feel and like a dog I'm, in your house would be so chaotic. I'm not a dog person. I have a hate-love relationship with my boyfriend's dog. Penny. <laughs> I love her, but Penny! also she's so annoying to me, but I love her. Like, I'm the type that I'm like, you're annoying, but I buy her treats and toys all the time mm-hmm. and sweaters because mm-hmm. it's so cute and I eat it up. But, um, yeah, so I feel like my – oh, and Dylan, he is going into software engineering, so just, like, I'd also like to be a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. but when I'm older. Like, not right now. No shame in that. I mean, no, if I have, like, 10 working, kids. Like, I would love I mean, to work from home and be with my kids, and mm-hmm. I feel like with what I do, that's, like, setting me up for the opportunity to be able to do that and have my husband be able to work, like, and go out and do his thing and be – that but I would love to stay at home and then work from home because I feel like my job perfectly sets me up for that but in the meantime just like traveling and stuff but I see this is what I was talking about I want to travel but I get scared to travel because I don't know like how much money you need to have the amount of times we have planned a trip I never know like how much money you need to have planned I never know like when you're booking things like like having a ride to the hotel and stuff and not I don't think we're old enough for are we old enough for a rental car yet or is it 25 technically 21 but if you're 21 you have to pay like extra fees oh so technically 25 but you can rent a car at 21 you just have to pay like extra fees which is kind of annoying yeah but so that's where it kind of stops me because I've been so used to having such a schedule, like watching my dad be so scheduled with it. And I think that not having everything scheduled to like, so you're team, not, you're not a f- go with the flow type of person. Like, you need like a schedule. I feel like I do need a schedule because it freaks me out to like, feel like I might be stranded or like mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, especially if I'm paying for something, it's like I want to make sure I have a good experience. I don't want to risk it being too like, oh, we're just going to go with the flow and then it ends up being like a dud. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's why I've always like kind of like hesitated. Like one place, I think the p- place I want to go to most is New York. Ugh, I want to go girl, so I want to go to New York. Let's I know. Go. But that's the thing. I get so scared on how to book everything. Like, what do you mean? Okay, so all you need to book is flights and then Ubers. That's all you have to do. And hotels. Well, that's all you need to do. We'll see. Bring extra, extra cash. And can we please go? When? Whenever you want. I say, well, okay. So I was talking to my manager and she's talking about, I was talking about coming to New York and she says it's very cold and very snowy in January. But at the same time, isn't Michigan? Yes. That's (laughs) what I was thinking. more adaptable. But I was also thinking like, is it like, would we get the pictures we want? Would we get the pictures in the outfits that we want and stuff? Girl, you know and me. I'm the type of person to take 500 yeah. photos. And I also feel like I love taking like photos and videos, but I get too like nervous around people because I feel like in Michigan, that's not really like, you're not looking around. Do, I, saying, do I calm you down when that happens or do I kind of like escalate it to make it worse? I feel like when you want to take videos and stuff, I feel like I just don't like when people watch. I feel like people have a mm. very bad staring problem. I just, I, I don't care. Yeah, I just, I don't know why I get so, like, self-conscious like conscious when people are just staring me down when I'm doing something. But it's also like, why are you looking anyways? Mm-hmm. Like, just look away. Well, if I become a flight attendant, I'll get buddy passes. Okay, become a flight attendant. I know. It's one of those things where it's like, I want to become a flight attendant so bad, but it would be during my youth. It would be 
before I have kids because once I have kids how can I be a flight attendant and just travel around? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like, if I want to get my teaching degree, I'll get my teaching degree and then go right into flight school. Like, that's what I want to do. And I, I just feel like it's kind of silly that I'm going to school all these years to get a degree and then I immediately want to switch to be a flight attendant. But I but think I'm going to do it because you could why have not? the degree in the bag. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then just do what you want until mm-hmm. you're like okay I'm good I'm ready to settle down mm-hmm. and that's when you break into it and do it and um honestly when my friend is a teacher and when she was setting up her classroom it was honestly so much fun like wait 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 can I tell you this is my dream classroom okay. and you're gonna think it's really silly okay this is my dream classroom um if anyone watches survivor I'm gonna have a survivor themed classroom I'm gonna have like, like a jungle team Kind of. I'm going to have, like, the torches, and then I'm going to have, like, um, they're going to have pods, okay? And and above every pod, I'm going to have kind of, like, what do they call those things where it's, like, um, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know either. Anyways, it's going to be, like, Survivor-themed, and then I'm going to do, like, the outwit, outplay, outlast. Um, I'm going to teach my kids that they're all survivors, and um, I'm going to make it – a survivor themed and then I want to do like the morning check-in you know how you have those things where you vote people out I want to have a morning check-in where every day they like have a parchment paper and then they write they, they write how they're feeling that day I don't oh, know that's cute I just think it'd be so cute yeah, so I, I'm gonna have a um, a survivor themed future classroom I was always like oh I want to be a teacher because I want to be an art teacher because that'd be so much fun isn't that what our aunt is our uncle our uncle's an uh, uncle. art teacher. Okay, yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, that's basically what I want for my future, just to further my career and what I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, branch out, hopefully do, like, my dream things. And, yeah, I made dream boards with um Dylan's little sisters. Aww. They're so cute. I love them so much. And I mean, um, I feel like overall, like the goal is just to be happy, do whatever you want. And what I'm learning right now is that money can always be made. While we're 21 and 22, like, let's have the time of our lives before we actually have to get serious. Like, yeah. money money can always come back. Like, for me, I'm traveling all these different yeah, places. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. Like, having money has, like, having money and then being able to enjoy it is something that I love to do. Mm-hmm. But um, knowing just, like, where you need to, like, calm down with enjoying it and also save a little bit. But I, you know, I'm, like, young and – but people are like, oh, well, t- 22, you're not that young. It is young. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even realize how fast time goes by. This is our – these are our young years. So um, I always used to be super scared of dying. <laughs> and I'm that's so, my That's definitely my biggest I, fear. Literally, I was driving in the car the other day, and this podcast I was listening to was talking about, like, oh, like, what kind of coffin do you want when you die? Or like, oh, God. Yeah, they Why were would you talking, even like, think Like, they were, like, that. joking around and stuff, and I literally turned it off, and I just started crying because it's so scary to think about, like, dying in your, like, worldly life just ending. And this is going to sound super silly, but, like, every time you go to a funeral, it's just, like, this dark, gloomy feeling, and I'm telling you, if you're still alive and I'm eh, you know, <laughs> um, I want for my, for my funeral, I know this is a sad topic, I want everyone to wear yellow because that is my favorite color. I want everyone to wear yellow. I want, um, we're doing the same thing. That's depressing. Talking (laughs) about dying, but like, okay, so I want like the, I don't want no 
fucking church music. I don't want no like gloomy music. <laughs> I want Harry Styles. I want all of my fa- – I want to like make an album of all my favorite hits. Um, I want that to be played at my funeral. I want everyone to wear yellow. I just want it to be – I want everyone – to drink champagne if they're old enough, not the kids. I want everyone to have a glass of champagne. And I just like, I just don't like the thought of funerals and it being so gloomy because I'm not a gloomy person. I'm a very positive, energetic person. And I want my funeral to be a good remembrance of me. I want there to be so many photos. I want there to be a slideshow of all these videos of me doing dumb stuff. I just want... I want to – will you be in charge of making yeah, sure I, I have a like good I funeral? Do. I feel like I'm very good at putting things together. Just make sure all my requests yes, <laughs> are people in. that you don't want there. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, those people aren't invited. Although I, I feel like I don't have that long of a list. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Actually, no, she'll probably be, uh, you know, Oh yeah. by the time by the time I get there. That's kind of depressing. But I think my biggest fear is dying because I feel like right now we think our life is limitless. We mm-hmm. think we're just going to live and live and live and live and live. And then when that time comes, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah, dying young is what scares me the most. So, you know, and it's so unpredictable. It could yeah, be a car crash. That's exactly why I hate, like, just like doing nothing sometimes and like hate that I cancel plans because I'm like, ugh. I could die tomorrow. We really could. So. And I feel like honestly, if I die soon, I feel like I would look back and have a really good life. I mean, yeah, my upbringing wasn't amazing, but the way I changed around my life, I'm really proud of. So you always want to live a life that you're very, very proud of. Yeah. So I feel like I've, I've finally started living life, life, like how I want to live my life, you know? So yeah, there are still a couple things that I am going to do in 2023 that are going to kind of change like my life, I feel Can like. We make Okay, I never make a 2020 I never make a resolution. Every single year oh I always I forget. Eat that stuff up. We can okay, make We got to we got to sit down and make a resolution of everything we want to do in 2023. Okay, and then we can talk about it on the podcast. Oh my gosh, why don't we do that? For like, our New Year's podcast. Uh, yeah, let's do our 2023 resolutions. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one time I actually fell through and it's so silly. I remember in 2019, I made a resolution that I want to learn how to juggle and I learned all by myself and now I can I can juggle and I'm really proud of that. Actually, what was really <laughs> funny is that I like made a video and I was like, oh, just manifesting that I will work with Nike this year and they like contacted me so they sent me stuff and all that and that was fun so it's like you gotta write those things down you gotta you know manifest yeah so in any way you manifest it if if it's praying if it's writing it down if it's you know whatever but yeah that's a little bit into what we want our future to look like and it kind of seems messy probably to a lot of people I feel like people are probably gonna be like Oh, my future looks so different, but that's the thing. Everyone's Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's futures are going to look different. So yeah. Alrighty guys. So that was today's episode. Just giving you guys a glimpse into our future of what we want and goals we have. So if you're ever feeling down about your future, just know that things change very quickly and stuff. So just don't take it like to heart if something doesn't go right because I feel like sometimes when things don't go right it's just setting you up for something else that could be better and I feel like it's always on you you know what I mean yeah. like it's one of those things where it's like you're always being told like you can't change someone they have to change themselves yeah. you know what I mean so if you're ever feeling in a bad mood like 
be more optimistic. You know, it's harder said than done, mm-hmm. but it's like I always look at in a way of like growth mindset, like thinking I can try new things, you know, all these sorts of things where instead of being closed-minded. Yeah, and, just, and telling yourself that you can't do it constantly. Just always be open-minded because yeah. the future is so unpredictable, but the more you can do right now just to be happy and positive and, you know, not dwell on the past. Yeah. So, alrighty, guys. Let us know what else you want to hear from us. Go follow all of our socials. They're always linked in the description below. And, yeah, rate, review. Don't rate it if you don't like it. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please. Begging. (laughs) Begging. Please don't. Please don't be mean. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Rate and review your little hearts out and go follow us. Anything you want to say? Love you. Love you. All right. Yeah. Oh, also, if you have any coffee recommendations that me and Champagne should try, Champagne's dairy-free and gluten-free, so keep that in mind. I am not a freak. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I can't. I'm I can't, kidding. I can't no, I'm it. not hating on any of my gluten-free people, my vegan people. I, I was just kidding. Queens. I, I understand you. I yeah, feel your she pain. she understands. So, yeah, let us know your recommendations. Email below per usual. And, yeah. All right. Love you guys. Bye.